Hello? Yo. What up? Is that Sam and Bass? What up? What up? Is. What if we did what that? What up? What up? What up? What up? You know there's people that still do that? I, I actually saw someone do that recently. I know did one. Really? Danny, Danny Gaga. <laughs> people, Gaga still does that? Sure. People were actually sending me people were actually sending me tweets about updates on Danny Gaga. Is there are there any new updates, Sam, on Danny Gaga? Uh, I think he went to Orlando three months ago and we haven't heard from him since. <laughs> he has been like out of the loop lately, hasn't he? I've he I, has. I haven't heard too much from Gaga. Did, did someone he, piss him off? He took us leaving serious pretty hard. Yeah. I mean that was the biggest break of his career. It was. He took us leaving serious pretty serious, base. Yep. He drastically lost about 100 followers on Twitter. Since we're dropping all these puns, Sam Ray said the thing about being serious on serious. I was watching that uh, Howard Stern birthday bash thing, and John Fogarty was singing Fortunate Son. I put this on Twitter, too. And it is interesting how John Fogarty has two fortunate sons. To be John Fogarty's kids? Yeah, like in the song, he's like, it ain't me, it ain't me, I ain't no millionaire son. Meanwhile, his kids are sons of a millionaire. (laughs) But you never heard the last verse, did you? What's the last verse? It ain't me, but I have two fortunate sons. (laughs) You remember that verse? That that verse was actually, uh, it's on the cutting room floor, but that was actually the last verse. I never heard that version. No. What, hey, ever, John, John let's, let's leave out the part where your two kids are fortunate. I think it'll really go better with the hippies. Let's leave out the part where you have two spoiled brains. Yeah. <laughs> I think the hippies will relate more if you say you're not a fortunate son. Yeah. You, can you imagine the producer? John, whatever you don't mention those two uh, silver spoon pricks. <laughs> <laughs> the song was actually titled, I Have 99 Problems with a Bitch Ain't Water. They said, you know what? That's not a good idea. The song was actually about his it was called Fortune, son. Yeah, it probably was. <laughs> he wasn't heavy at all. My sons, my sons get anything they want. Ooh, when they ask me, I bring it, I give it to them at their school. Hey, I have two fortunate sons. Lamborghinis, Ferraris. For they my got two- it all. Yeah, a Lamborghini, a Ferrari, for my two fortunate sons. Oh. <laughs> he, it ain't me was probably in response. He's talking about people who have kids who are in trouble and stuff, and he's basically saying, it ain't me because I have two fortunate rich kids. Yeah, I have two pricks. It ain't me, I have two fortunate sons. Giving to charity, it ain't me. Helping the poor, yeah, it yeah. ain't me. It ain't me. And then, open the bar. Yeah, and then you know someone walking there like, well, John, uh, you know, those are great lyrics and all, but I think we can twist this and bring in the common man. What do you think? John, John, we, John you realize it's 1969. Yeah. John, we, we ran this through the focus group, and oddly enough, this didn't go over very well at all. Yeah, every, everyone hates you now, and your kids yeah. and the song. Uh, we were thinking more along the lines of you being poor. It ain't me. I have two fortunate sons. Then, then you hear those two asshole kids crying. He's like, give my boy some ice cream already. They, got, they have golden pacifiers in their mouths. Yeah. You might want to take those out, too, for the album cover. They're wearing Mayweather Money Team jumpsuits. <laughs> in the 60s. <laughs> Those kids are really visionaries in 69 wearing money team yeah, yeah, they were already on the money team before it was even around. <laughs> it ain't me. It ain't me. 
I got I two fortunate, two fortunate sons. sons. My boys get whatever they want. Ooh, even the red, <laughs> white, and blue. God bless America. I love this country. And when the band plays Hail to the Chief, boy, they're looking at you. My boys want Beyonce at their party. <laughs> I know back then it wasn't Beyonce. It ain't me. It ain't me. My boy, I have two fortunate sons. My they boys, want Aretha Franklin. My boys, my want boys get a Jimi Hendrix at their birthday next. My boys want Sonny and Cher at their bash. <laughs> All right, two things I want to mention before we get started, guys. Number one, when's the last time you guys actually tried to write? Like, not just write, like, you know, uh, you know, call Abe at 10 p.m. On, on a sticky note. When's the last time you actually took a sheet of paper and wrote out more than two or three sentences? We've been writing thank you notes for the uh, wedding because we still haven't written them all. And now Jill, her hands have a carpal tunnel, so I'm writing all the thank you notes. Okay. It's been a long time since I've done it, and it's really annoying. Well, wait, wait a second. You're writing thank you notes for your wedding that was last year? You still get a year to write and send out thank you notes. Wow. Well, that doesn't really mean you get a year. It means that the assholes get a year. I thought it was two weeks and you have to knock her off. I got it all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, base. did you impregnate her in that hotel after you guys ate a 30-pack Crave case from White Castle? No, technically I gave her a uh, week early Christmas present, according to if the doctor's numbers are correct. Oh, you got her The preg- week before Christmas, I apparently I slipped one past the goalie. And when was when was the wedding? I forgot. October 13th. Oh, it was okay. So, so you had a couple months of being newlyweds before you got her knocked up. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I thought I thought you get because after Bass's wedding, the, the limo went through the White Castle parking uh, through the drive-through, and he got thirty. <laughs> he got this huge crave case, and they both smelled like onions when they went into their honeymoon suite. <laughs> you don't know this, but that's my turn on. <laughs> you literally. That's one of my three main turn ons. Was that? You literally stuffed her stocking. <laughs> no, but okay. So, so today I tried to write three sentences for this show, like because I, I I told listeners to you know send me because we do that segment at the end now where I answer listeners' questions, right? So I tried to write out three sentences, and not only could I not do it, but my hands started hurting after three sentences. <laughs> three se- and, and the handwriting. I mean, I use, I'm known for having shitty handwriting. My handwriting now, when I look at it, I'm totally imbe- like. I gave Sam a birthday card, and on the in, on the outside, I wrote uh, Peter Baelish because I think he looks like and every, every every letter was like horrible. Was like size either way bigger or way smaller well, than no, no. the subsequent well, letter. But but the Peter Baelish I thought looked okay because I spent a lot of time on that. And then by the time I wrote like Happy Birthday Sam on the inside, <laughs> that was too much for me to write, and it started hurting. And and I messed up all the letters. Like, how messed up is it now in 2014 that we can't write anymore? Well, not you, only can, like, well not, you can't you can't write anymore. I write just fine. You do. Not only can I not write, but I have capital letters where there shouldn't be capital letters. I'm expecting autocorrect to fix most of the spelling mistakes that I made, and I'm completely completely reliant on what my iPhone should be doing for me, not my actual hand. Well, yeah, and, and when's the last time you actually wrote out a capital Q, which looks like a two? Like, when's the last time you wrote a Q? Well, see, now, you're, you're, now you're talking about you're not you're talking about handwriting, cursive writing. Yeah, cursive, not printing. Okay. I'm talking about cursive. You keep saying right. You keep saying right, right, right. Because when you print, you're still writing. Oh, okay. Well, cursive then. Whatever. 
Okay, well, that's, whole, that's a whole different story. I'm talking about script. Yes, I, I agree with you. I actually, just recently, I had to, actually sign some, I had to, I had to sign some documents for Rachel, and I could not figure out how to, how to write a capital R, because I never do it. Well, I, capital I, I, R, that's easy. Well, good for you, but I've been, I've been, print, I've been printing, <laughs> printing since high school. I think the last time I wrote cursive on a regular basis was eighth grade. All so I, I know can, is... I could, Write my handwrite my name, but that's really it. All I know is I was trying to write three sentences, and my hand was like, you know, when the hands get like and turn into a, turn yeah. into a claw, like that's <laughs> my 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 hand turned into a claw when I tried to write yeah. three sentences. It's, it's it's like doing calculus. It really is, and that's pathetic, isn't it? It's not pathetic. It's just you don't do it. It's you know the muscle memory just fades over time. But like, it, that's why that's why they're gonna pretty much eliminate teaching kids cursive in schools because they don't even need it anymore. You just type everything. So let's say we got stranded somewhere or a bunch of kids got stranded somewhere and there was no computer. Don't you think that they'd be in trouble if they couldn't figure out how to like write a a note, like, Oh, save us and throw it in the ocean in a bottle or something. I mean, I, I, you know, I guess if if you want to teach kids ages of writing for the event, they possibly get stranded on that Island. They have to throw a bottle. I guess. Based on that, it might be worth doing. But I mean, how many kids does that actually happen to? But I, mean, I was going to say, if, if any kid is, if their last straw is to put a note in a bottle and toss it for help, yeah. you might, I think the last thing on his mind is, man, I really wish I would have learned how to write. This is why you learn, Sonny. But, but don't you think? But, but he, he was all for this day. But I feel, yeah. Oh, thank heavens. I feel like we're moving back into like caveman writings, though. Like if you go in the caves of cavemen or whatever, there was yeah, all but this. Cavemen didn't have iPhone. I mean, <laughs> come on. I just think that we're screwed. Like if if your if your phone dies out and you need to write down a number, I'm afraid that you might not even know how to write numbers. The numbers, I think, will always understand how to do. It's the uh, curse of writing that I think is going away. What if you had to write like you know a list? Like if your mom, if you're a kid and your mom's like, all right, Timmy. Well, I don't, I don't think, I mean, first of all, I think little right now, kids are the ones who probably have the be- better grasp on handwriting because they're actually doing it in school. None of us are. And it's not like they're not keep teaching kids how to communicate out, outside of uh, <laughs> electronic means. I mean, it's not like kids come out of school and they just don't know how to put a pen to paper. Yeah. And they may not, they may not have handwriting, but they know how to write numbers and write symbols and I mean, I remember, Print. do you guys remember the, the... You still have to be able to read. Do you guys remember the handwriting class where you would take a newspaper and draw circles? I mean, we had to do that for, like, all throughout the I did school. not remember that. Oh, well, didn't, didn't you but go to a special I school mean, base? Well, I did. And everything, everything was just, everything was labeled for me. Weren't they trying to teach you to talk with your eyes open? Isn't that something? And they, also ta- they also taught me that when I eat, not to put the spoon to my chin. Yeah, because you were like, Rrr. they're like, babe, Daniel, Daniel, keep your eyes open when you talk. I can't do it. I can't. When I, I keep trying. I can't talk with my oh, eyes open. Dan- and then they're holding your eyes open. Talk, Danny. Oh, I can't. It's, it's, like, it's like a clockwork orange. They have yeah. that machine on your eyes. Yeah, they're holding yeah, They have his eyes open. He can't even communicate with the eyes open. <laughs> No, but I, I, I really, I, I was really, I, I think I'm pathetic. Like when I'm embarrassed to write stuff, like I was embarrassed to write, to write. I'm always embarrassed to write happy birthday. I might start typing out birthday cards. You should take not, a just, that, not just that, but I forgot. Like when you write, like especially in a, in a greeting card, 
for some reason I forget how like like when I write it out like I definitely don't want to go too far where I'm actually ending off the actual card oh, itself. You know, oh, forget that. It's always it always starts out the letter is like 32 font and yeah, ends, and then it ends, it ends it's six. like microscopic. Yeah, it goes from it goes from 32 <laughs> font and then the the, the Y <laughs> and Happy Birthday is six font. The H and the is y, the, the y actually goes underneath the A after birthday. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it really is sad, <laughs> and and it's pathetic too because when you write out a birthday card, you only have one shot at it. Like, don't you get nervous when you're Oh, writing? you would. Especially because those cards are about $9. Yeah, and don't, like, you're writing happy birthday, Sam. You have one shot to put that on there, and you get nervous. You start sweating, and your hand's shaking. Like, ah, I don't want to mess this up. And then you go, wait a minute. How do I spell birthday again? Oh, shit. I, I, I fucked it up already. Yeah, that's the worst page. You, whenever I get a card from base, it always has lines through all the words. And <laughs> scratch <-offs> and arrows <laughs> and carrots. <laughs> It just says, hey, and my name. <laughs> and I just got a point to the message that's already in the greeting card. The other thing I want to bring up uh, before we get to the uh, the main stuff. Do you guys notice how fucked up the mail system is? Like, I got a package today for a woman named Carol. And the it was a package. It wasn't like an envelope. So the guy gave me a package. And it was for an address like two blocks away. It was for a woman, and the address was two blocks away, but yet I still got it. Did you open it? No. You should have. Because I live I live above a business, so he gets all the mail and gives it to me. So that's another thing. Why is he giving me that? Like, why is he just assume that he doesn't know my name yet, and he doesn't realize that that's not the address? So I got... So not only did I get the package from the mailman, but then, he, then also my landlord gave me the package. So both people decided that I should have this package for a woman named Carol. But how much you, you should open that mail, eh? Because you know, I'll tell you what: the previous owners of my house were in some kind of like coffee of the month club. Uh, awesome. Um, and, and the reason, I, the way I learned this is I opened their mail, so I <laughs> that's illegal. I actually, by the way. <laughs> that's <laughs> very illegal and hilarious. Yeah. Wait, I actually uh, go ahead. They're in a what? Uh, a what of the month club? Well, it turns they're in. They're in a coffee of the month club, so I've, I've been getting all this uh, <laughs> this uh, high end fair trade coffee every month since I've been living. The gift that keeps on giving, Clark. You should, you're the only person who says you should open that. <laughs> I didn't say yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I did say that. For once, he's the evil voice for you, Abe. Because that is illegal, by the way. Like you can't open other people's mail. Well, you know what it was. I the reason I figured it was it was okay because they never left me a forwarding address. So because of that. They never left the you mail. a forwarding address? Yes, I just figured it was my mail. But I figured that was basically their consent to say we don't want the mail. See, this package, though, wasn't even for my address. This is for an address two blocks away. Well, I mean, maybe they didn't want it. They said, hey, deliver it to oh, yeah. uh, you know XYZ address. <laughs> maybe, they, maybe they think you're banging a chick named Carol, and maybe you uh, put the name on the package. Yeah. Isn't you, that could that? Always, you can always justify it. Isn't that that yeah. slut, Carol? By the way, have, have you ever heard those two words follow each other? Slut, Carol? They're usually like 50 years old. Yeah, that's yes, very rarely. Very rarely. The last Carol born in this country was in 1967. Yeah, you'll never, exactly. You'll never hear, God, that, that Carol is a whore. <laughs> She's friends with that, that, that other slut named Shirley. Yeah, yeah, Shirley and Carol. God, those girls... Could suck a mean cock. <laughs> and 
and their cousin and their cousin Gertrude. Yeah. Oh, that Gertrude with those with those thongs. Oh, oh that girl Sophia. Don't even get me started on her. Sophia's not as 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 weird as those other names. It is. There's a lot of to young. Me it is. Yeah. I, I always think of the uh, the old lady from the Golden Girls. No, there's a lot of young girls named Sophia now, and and especially now with the hipsters, they're all naming their kids. So that's like one of the hot names. Yeah, it is. But Carol, on the other hand, well, I was not aware of that. You'll never, you'll never see, you'll never see a girl in a miniskirt named Carol. <laughs> Let's look back in the history of time. Has there ever been an attractive woman named Carol? Carol Burnett. No. Well, there you go. She's not attractive. Think back. Think about Carol O'Connor. Think about all your years of being young, uh, in grade school, high school, whatever. Think of a girl named Carol who was hot. Carol Brady was hot. Mm. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I'm talking about like you know, authentically so, did. First of all, I never, I've never known anybody named Carol who was def- even close def- to my age. Not, definitely not Carol Keene. <laughs> <laughs> she, wasn't, she wasn't much to look at. Uh, um, there's not a lot of Carols. Period. Pete Carroll's pretty ugly. Yeah, Pete, Pete Carroll's a good-looking guy, isn't he, Sam? I'd say so. I like how you have to ask Sam. Well, Sam would know. Hey, he's got a good head of hair for a 70-year-old. <laughs> he has like a weird... He looks like the teacher from Willy Wonka, though, doesn't he, a little bit? He has that weird nose and chin. I, I think he looks like John Kerry. He looks a little... You're right, he does. And John Kerry also looks like the teacher from Willy Wonka. <laughs> how, many, how many Wonka yeah. balls do you have? Are you, are you talking about Mr. Turpentine? Yeah. <laughs> Two? I can't do two. Two thousand. How many walk of us you have, Charlie? Oh. Two. <laughs> what a pussy Charlie was. God. They should have gave that money to one of the other kids, not Charlie. Augustus. That kid that kid was seeing things. I'm hungry. That kid had the, he had the right direction. That's Bass. If Bass was ever at, at the chocolate factory, he'd fall in the chocolate river and get sucked up that tube. Oh, I would totally go. I would, I would swan dive right in that thing. I'm stuck. <laughs> it's okay, I'll eat my way out. <laughs> Mr. Wonka, I'm stuck in here. Could you imagine if Bass was in the movie instead of Augustus Gloop? How awesome it would be, Sam? <laughs> I couldn't imagine getting ushered out of that place by Oompa Loompas. That would, that, would, that would trip me out more than getting sucked up by a giant vat of chocolate. I'm hungry, Mr. Wonka. He hasn't, <laughs> he hasn't eaten in, in almost two hours, Mr. Wonka. My boy, my boy, we will all eat at the end of the tour. I hope it'll my last. Dear, my dear, dear boy. <laughs> oh, the suspense. I hope it'll last. <laughs> we need to remake Willy Wonka with bass yes, in it. Yeah, the chocolate. <laughs> Hungry. I want a feast. I want a bean feast. Give it to me now. <laughs> I had a couple, uh, couple more of my food incidents today, gentlemen. You know, I always, I always, I go to Dunkin' Donuts every morning. To get my, you know, my iced coffee. Oh, that's right. You're on an iced coffee fix. I forgot about that. Yeah. And about once a week, I'll get one of their shitty breakfasts just because sometimes I'm so hungry because I, I usually only all I have in the morning is iced coffee. But every once in a while, you know, when you get hungry, I don't know if you, if you, you know, usually I fill up late as they say. So I wake up full, but like, you know, some mornings you're hungry. 
I, I, Abe, I think waking up full is a problem. No, anyway, I you cut it. No, it's not good. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I just woke up and I'm stuffed. Yeah, you should never wake up full. <laughs> That's a good point, Sam. You're probably right about that. Because I, I, the, the, the more you know, the few times in my life I've woke up full, followed a terrible high carb, high fat meal that. I probably regret would regret eating and would probably never eat again because if you wake up ten hours later and you're full, <laughs> because you really it's should not, be eating. First of all, you should be there should be a several hour buffer between your last meal and going to bed. You shouldn't eat. No, you're right. Out, you're right. You're right. Wake up Waking full. up full means you drank a lot the night before and threw down like two Chipotle burritos. What about midnight? Honestly, wait, what's that? What time do you have your dinner about midnight? <laughs> Or your, or your last. What, what time's your last feeding? I think considered dinner. I wake up early for work. I wake up like eight in the morning. So usually I'll, I'll eat at like you know eight nine and go to sleep at like one. So that's, that's what? That's enough time. No, I'm just no that, saying, is, man. I mean, that, that is that is five. That's, actually, that's actually better than I thought it was. No, but then sometimes you'll eat a whole bag of Swedish fish, or you'll whatever. whatever. You'll eat something. <laughs> no, I've never eaten a whole bag of Swedish fish before I go to bed. I love how Base is acting like he's the guy who doesn't eat a bunch of shit. Meanwhile, you know, Base just had like a whole blueberry pie like five minutes ago. My I, I never had sweet. I never had Swedish fish, but I did, I did throw out a whole bag of jelly beans last night. Oh, there you so go. I feel you. The same thing. Nothing like a nothing like a blueberry pie before I go to bed. <laughs> Jill, walk, good dreams. Jill walks in as he's just running his finger over the pan, getting the last piece of blueberry, <laughs> licking it off his I'm, finger. I'm picking pieces out of her hair. So, anyways, the Dunkin' Donuts it's the, it's the same Dunkin' Donuts, Sam. That I'm ch- I cheated on the guy from Subway with. You know that the Indian guy. Yeah. So, so his wife or whoever the woman is, it's in there. Like I said, once a week or every two weeks, I order one of their shitty breakfast sandwiches, which are horrible, by the way. But, I, you know, I'm there anyway. I'm not going to go to it. That's the Ralphie May move. They're getting coffee and you're, you're hungry and, and that's yeah. all that's there. You're not going to make two stops for breakfast. Like, you know the comedian Ralphie May, when he would come to the Funny Bone or whatever comedy club, the guy told me that he would have to take him to three or four different fast food places for each meal because he would only eat the McDonald's fries, only the Wendy's burgers, only the McDonald's milkshakes. Like, that's how disgusting he was. Any guy who actually has to go to more than one fast food place to make one meal is an asshole. That's true. And and you know you're, you're, you have some problems with eating when you can't just go to one place. So I just get the shitty sandwich at uh, Dunkin' Donuts. And every time... I get the sandwich. She's always trying to push off those shitty. Do you ever eat those shitty Dunkin' Donuts hash browns? Those are horrible. You know what? You know what? Honestly, they're not that bad. I think they're terrible. The you little discs. I'm not. I actually, um, for a while, I lived next door to a Dunkin' Donuts, and I ate those. I had like, the breakfast taco. You had what? You ever have their breakfast taco? No. It looks oh, like you mean the wraps? The wrap, yeah, it's not a taco. Those are actually those are pretty good. Yeah, it's a tortilla shell wrap, with like... um, with a fake egg and a fake slice of bacon. It's actually <laughs> hash browns. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. I don't think they're too bad. They're not great, but not bad for a dollar. Well, whatever. I don't like them. So yeah, well, that's fine. So she's like, so she's like, they, they don't like you either. So she, so she's like, uh, do you want the hash browns? 
I'm like, no, 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 no hash browns. Oh, come on. The hash browns are good. You don't want hash brown. So finally, I'm like, oh, uh, it's not that I don't like your hash browns. I just don't like eating potatoes. Like I had to t- – She every time I go in there, she pushes these on me, and I always say no. So, so finally today I told her, oh, I just don't like potatoes. So now, you know, hopefully that will set things straight. Whereas when I go in there, she'll know moving forward. Even though I love mashed potatoes and fries and even hash browns, those particular hash browns I want nothing to do with. <laughs> Babe, so, you, see how Abe's, you see how Abe's life is? Abe I know. That, Abe considers that an incident. extremes because he doesn't want to get some lady pushing hash browns on that it. Was an, that was an incident he wanted to talk about on this show. <laughs> no, but what is that? A, a woman asking him if he's sure he doesn't want to try the hash. Well, no, that's why I want to present this to you guys. Because why do I have to make up a story? Why can't I just say no? I don't want the hash browns. Why do I have to lie and say I don't like potatoes? Yeah, well, that hey, that goes to my point. I, I mean, I'm glad I brought that up. I mean, it's it, I don't know. I mean, why do you feel like you have to do that? I'm well, asking because- you. The, the longer the longer I know Abe Cannon, uh, I've, I've considered a couple things. Number one, you really don't want to hurt anybody's feelings when you talk to them. And number two, you don't want to make any scene uncomfortable. So you will do whatever you have to do to make the scene as least comfortable as you can. That includes having to take a shit, walking in someplace, being on your phone, <laughs> going to the bathroom, coming back out still on your phone, and pretending like you've been on your phone the whole time and not... not shitting up a storm. You'll do whatever you have to do to make the scene not about you. You know what's funny, Bass? It's funny you bring that up because the other day I had to use a bathroom where, you know when you get the key that's like connected to like a two-by-four? Like, oh, that's <laughs> old. Yeah. So, so, so I, was in, I was in an office and I had to use a bathroom. So I'm like, and then they give me this fucking key. So I'm like, fuck. So I went to the bathroom and I was going to try to... um. Like, I was going to try to leave the door open, but you couldn't leave the door open. So I took my bag, and I put it in the door, and then I ran back to the office, gave her the key, and then acted like I was about to get in the elevator, and then turned the corner back to my where my bag was holding the door open so I could take a nice long shit without Jesus her judging. Christ. There it is. See, you just you just don't want to be you don't want somebody to go, my God, it's been a long time since that 2 by 4 has been over here. <laughs> Something happened. No, but honestly, do you really, how could you take a shit in peace knowing that this woman's waiting for you to bring back this, like, this old well, key connected you know to what? a two-by-four? It's, it's a problem that you have to take a shit every place you go to. I've never mm-hmm. seen somebody take more public shit than you. The only that's time a, I've, that's the only, the, main issue. the only time I've had to take a shit where they give me a two-by-four is when I'm, like, on the road driving, like, long distances and you gotta stop into, like, uh... A BP to fill up and like, oh man, I had too many funions. You do this on a weekly basis. I mean, Abe, I don't think I've ever taken a shit in a public restaurant. A no, but this was a nice. Office. This was a nice bathroom. This was like a nice office. Yeah, but the, just... Abe, the point is, the point is, Abe, <laughs> Abe, the point is, is it's a daily occurrence for you to take shit everywhere you go. Abe, it's and actually it's a law. It, it's a law that there's no such thing as a good bathroom where the key is attached to a two by four. <laughs> No, but do you guys really want a woman in an office at the front desk to know that you've been gone for, like, as I was in there at least, like, 18, 19 minutes. So, like, do you really want that woman to know that, oh, like, where's my key at? Where's my two-by-four? Oh, that boy took it. Is he still in there? Hey, Thomas, go see if he's still in there taking a shit. But isn't that when you do your old, uh, I, I walk out and I'm on my cell phone trick? 
Yeah, but base, you can't be on the cell phone when you ask for the key and then you come back and give them the key. The cell phone trick is different. That's when you you go in, uh, you you try to make it look like you were on the cell phone. But if she if she knows you have the key, then she knows you're taking a shit. The cell phone move is when the when when the bathroom is out of range where they can't see it. Then you come back on the cell phone. But that's what I say to myself. I'll never see this woman again. I don't care. What were you gonna say, Sam? We have a we have a serious issue here that we need to tackle, and that's your your bowel issue. I mean, it, it should. I, I don't think about these things, and most people don't because most people don't have to shit in every public place you go to. <laughs> so you walk in a door and have to shit. It's like a reaction. If asses could talk, your ass would want to kill you. <laughs> it, would, it, would, it, would, it would be bad. <laughs> I mean, what is it? How many shits a day do you take and don't say two? It depends on what I ate. It seems like one an hour. Well, how, how many, honestly, how, how, many, how many times a day do you do it? You obviously do it when you wake up. You obviously do it after every meal. And then you obviously do it before you go to bed. And then you obviously do it every hour. No, wait, 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 wait. That right there is about an even five to six shits right there. How many more times are we going? Hey, honestly, do you take 10 a day, 20 a day? <laughs> 10 a day. <laughs> no, hey, man, you laugh. Okay, for, for example, um, when we did the show at Sirius, you took about one shit an hour. <laughs> no, I didn't. You did. Sam, about, about every hour during Sam, the break. You took Sam, a shit. the commercials weren't even long enough for me to take a shit. I was taking a so piss. You took, you took turbo shit. No, a piss. <laughs> no, no. Abe's never taken a turbo shit. Yeah. I Last mean, time you were here, Abe, for a prolonged period of time, you were here for four hours and you took three shit. I will. You, 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 you bragged about it. You did manage to take a shit in each bathroom under, during one wrestling night. I will admit that once at Sam's house, actually, at what was it, Sam? WrestleMania. I shit in one of the bathrooms, plugged up my ass, came downstairs, then went into the other bathroom to finish it off to make it look like I took two pisses. God! You're sick! (laughs) You are sick! (laughs) You know what it is? When I eat healthy, though, I don't have to go. Well, okay, so why not start? Why don't you start eating healthy? I probably will this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I got that one thing, and then another thing. Oh, I'll start next week after the July Fourth holiday. Yeah. Oh, oh fuck. Oh, base. Thanks for bringing that up. I got a wedding that for. I got actually a wedding on the Fourth of July. Then July Fifth, I got to do the the radio show, and then I'm gonna watch the UFC. By oh, I can't do it next. Week. I'll start my diet on in August. Oh wait, but my birthday's Fourth of July, on- Fourth of July wedding. That must have been a very cheap wedding. Uh. Base. Hey, did, you, did you try to line that day up? <laughs> although, although, I was going to say, wait a minute. Although, if you align that correctly, you can get some free fireworks at your wedding. That's a yeah. smart idea. That is that is a good idea. But when, they should have had it on that Saturday, right? The 5th? Well, yeah. I mean, the 4th of July has got to be the cheapest day, one of the cheapest days of the year. Ah, I didn't even think about that. Who is What homeless person's wedding are you going to? <laughs> it's actually, it's actually <laughs> who? Sister. Oh. Damn. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't know. Hey, hey, I didn't know. Don't make a big thing out of this now, Spider, you fucking mutt. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. Don't make a big thing out of this now, Spider. Don't make a big thing. 
Hey Tommy, what is the world yourself. coming to? Hey Tommy, hey, Tommy, why don't you go? Hey Tommy, why don't you go? Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what the world's coming to. Good for you, Spider. He's he's. All uh, right, you're digging the hole. Uh, not the first fucking hole I've dug. Fucking mutt. <laughs> fucking rat. His whole family's a bunch of fucking rats. <laughs> He want to grow up to be a fucking rat, too. You want to hear something real funny? This schmuck asked me to be his son's godfather yesterday. All right. So that, <laughs> so that wasn't my only uh, food issue today. So, you, Sam, have you seen that pizza place I have next door to my apartment? No. Have you seen it, right, Base? Yeah. It's, it's literally, like, outside my door. Like, if I walk 15 steps, it's right there. So is, I, that connected, is that connected to the liquor store or the project? Other <laughs> You know what's funny? You talk so much shit about my apartment. Anyone that comes up here, they only say how I'm, awesome it is. I had, the, I had our cousin the closer up here with some of his associates, and they're like, wow, this place is awesome. Well, yeah, because those kids are in college, and it's a lot bigger than a storm. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. And no, nobody's going to walk into your house and go, God, this is a shithole. Yeah, but it's not Who a shithole. <laughs> Yeah. But anyone I have up here, anyone yeah, I have anybody, up here. Anybody you're housing, like the closest friends after a night of hard drinking, is not going to come in and call it a shithole. <laughs> but it's you actually. like this? God. But it's I actually. It's actually a pretty nice pad. But anyway. Yeah, not bad. Hey, not, not a bad little place. But okay, so I always call uh, next door to get these turkey and bacon subs, right? So I got one today before we recorded this. And. Last time I went in there, I ordered the sub, and then I walked in, and there was a huge sign that said, deal, seven fifty chips and a drink, right? So the normal price is like seven ninety nine without the chips and drink. So I'm like, oh, hey, could I get that, that meal? You know? And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Next time, you got to ask ahead of time. We'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and honor it this time, but next time, you got to ask ahead of time, right? So today when I called in, I said, hey, could I get the turkey and bacon sub meal? And they're like, what What meal? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, the meal. I said, you know, the sign. There's there's two signs that are like 37 by like 65 like length. There's two side by side. One is for a turkey sub and one's for like a $4.99 slice of pizza. So I'm like. No, the sign like right above your head. They're like, no, 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 no. There is no sign. They're like, this, <laughs> they're like, they're like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. The signs change all the time. Though we don't have that anymore. I swear to God, I walked in there. That fucking sign said seven fifty turkey and bacon stuff. And then I said, wait, I said that's the sign I was telling you about. And then there was all this confusion, and they looked all pissed off, and they're like. Oh, okay. I guess we'll honor it. What do you mean you'll honor it? That's what you have a huge. <laughs> and that last time we were there too, they're like, "Oh, uh, well, that's not. That's only during like uh, peak." Hour. So they made up. So uh, like, you, you don't say honor it when it's your price. If I go into Best Buy and I'm trying to match an Amazon price, and they give it to me, they honor that Amazon yeah. price. But if you advertise a meal for eight dollars, 
You're not honoring it when you sell it. You're next, just, that's the price of the meal. Next time you guys come over, I want to walk you in there just so you can see how fucking huge this is. The sign takes up the whole wall. It says 750 turkey and bacon sub meal. Huge. It's the biggest thing in there. And the confusion on their faces today was amazing. They were all like, they didn't know what was going on. I point, I'm like, <laughs> right, I'm like, right there, see? And then they all look and they're like, they, they looked at each other pissed off and they're like, oh, okay, we'll honor it. But my honor- question is, why? Why do they want to pissed off their uh, their prized customers? I don't know. I mean, why would he? Why would why would they nickel and dime the person who comes in there twice a day? But this is the this is their special. This is I'm not making this up. Well, no, I know, but I'm just saying, like they may pull that with a lot of. The, I'm sure they get a lot of morons who go in there who don't don't know how to read the signs and you know just ask for like whatever they like and they'll give them something close and charge yeah. what they want. Oh, but you're not that person. Uh, you can uh, read numbers. You, you, you want an Italian sub? Here's a bologna and pepper sandwich. That's close enough, right? Right? Is that close <laughs> enough? Yeah, it's close I mean, enough. You, you, you actually can read numbers, which puts you ahead of most of the customers. So <laughs> they're not used to somebody referencing one of the fake signs they put up. <laughs> For all you know, they may, they may have stole that sign from Mr. Submarine or from Subway or, you know, anywhere else. The best, though, was when I called to order it ahead of time. Oh, no, 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 we don't do that anymore. Right when I walk in, that sign's just, like, gleaming. Like, every, like it's almost like the room was set up as, as that sign being the centerpiece of the room. Like, all the light shines on it. Like, you can't miss this huge sign that says 750 like, on it. Like, they opened the restaurant just for that special. Yeah. Oh, wait, we finally got the guy to come in the store. Don't tell him that the deal's still active. Yeah. They, the guy the guy just stands in front of the sign like he's standing on a ladder to block it off so I can't see it. There's a sign in front of the bottom that just says, we're just kidding. Hey, uh, he ordered the turkey sub. Stand in front of the sign so we can't see that shit. <laughs> hey, that asshole. That asshole's back trying to rip us off again. It's that guy who eats us out of turkey. Tell the deal doesn't last anymore. Hey, it's that cheapskate again trying to get a deal. <laughs> no one's it's trying that to- guy who... It's that guy who keeps taking his shit in our bathroom but giving us the key before he takes his shit. Yeah, it's that guy who pretends like he's not taking a shit, but we know he is taking a shit. <laughs> you know what's funny, Sam? Bass told me that Jill has dreams all the time about Bass fucking an obese black woman. And then she oh, went... Hold on, hold on. And then, and then she... Hold on. There, there's, you're leaving a lot out of that. And then she, and then she gets <laughs> mad and asks Bass, I just don't understand why you would do that to me. Jill is pregnant. Jill is pregnant, and she and with pregnancy comes weird dreams. But she always has dreams about being unfaithful with her, to her, with a big black woman. And then I have to explain myself when I wake up. And that part, I still don't understand why I have to do. Like it's about a solid half an hour of how could you? Yeah. But I'm like, how could I? I haven't even gotten off the couch. Yeah. yeah. Well, why would I cheat on you with a big black woman? Based you know what this means, right? I have to, uh, apparently I should cheat with her, cheat on her with a black, big no, black woman. She doesn't trust you for some reason. Well, because they think that when they're pregnant, they that when they're pregnant, they get big and fat, and then I don't want them anymore. That's like a a, a, a thing with pregnant women. They think so that you, they get all big you and you fat. You want someone bigger? Well, yeah. Apparently, I want someone bigger and blacker. <laughs> Me- meanwhile, base is laying on the couch with a New York Giants shirt on with nine different stains from nine different meals on that shirt. And, and, and six different cups filled with M&M's, Reese's Pieces, and Doritos. Do you, 
You want her to open the polo shirt on and no pants and no underwear? I keep telling her, had she not picked me off the market, I'd still be on the clearance aisle with nobody taking me. Don't worry, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. But Sam, the base is the blue light special. Sam, Sam, <laughs> but Sam, isn't it hilarious that she says, "I just don't get why you would do this to me." That is. I, 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 the, the, I like I that disgusting the, coconut Easter candy that never actually leaves, even though it's like been reduced to a penny. Yeah, and nobody still buys ba- in the aisle like ba- about six months after. Base is like the orange and black Halloween candy. What's that stuff called, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I thought it's just called orange and black Halloween. Yeah, that shit. <laughs> base, 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 right now it would be like you know, uh, you know, like David Beckham is a, a king size Snickers bar, and then base is the black and, and orange candy with the wrapper half ripped off. Base, base yeah. I will say this: I think Jill sees in you what a lot of us see in that. You don't understand that you do have a good personality, and I think if Jill wasn't around, there'd be other women out there who would snap you up. Hey, I'm impressed that she thinks that I can actually pull a big fat black woman. I never, I never gave myself that kind of credit. Well, I'll tell you this: base, I think it's your prime market. Yeah, base, base, <laughs> base. What about the fat black woman from McDonald's that wanted you that one time? No, oh, they just love my voice. Oh, they think a good glimpse of me. They know. They they know that this this is not good. These are no goods right but base, here. Base, you could get the kind of guys that like you know that Biggie Smalls would get or or someone like that. Like those like guys, Faith, like Faith Evans and Lil Kim. But still, I mean, they're down to do whatever with you, and then you could you know put them on all fours and be like, yeah, girl, and then they like, oh, well, I love that voice. I'm very charming. I'm very charming. Yeah. But I, I just thought that was really funny because, you know, that she that base, base is laying on the floor like with a, with a fan right on his face so he can get as much coolness as he can, covered in stains, and then she's like, "I can't believe you would do this to me." And I haven't showered for six days, and she's and she needs an explanation as to why I would cheat on her in a dream. You were you sent us a video earlier today, of like. Um, Explain that video you sent, that Facebook video. Yeah, so, so, I, so I found this video online of um, it, 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 it's this guy who, who things aren't going well in his life. And, and, what he, and what they're showing you is how he responds to the situations in his life through Facebook. So what he does is when things aren't going well, he always puts a spin on Facebook. And what they're trying to say is that he, when, you, when, you're on, when you're on social media, everyone's life seems, seems so glamorous. But the reality is that they're usually covering up for something. So, like... Um, you know, he would take like a selfie of himself, like outside, and it would. He would make this face like he was going for a, a big run, and he would say something like, "Just ran twenty miles," and really, he was just standing out in front of his car eating a sandwich. Or like, he, like or like he would go to a bar by himself and say, "Like time of my life," yeah, and make the it look like he's with all these people. When he, best one is when he lost his job. He Facebooked out um, hashtag Follow Your Dream, <laughs> uh, like in reference to like, him, you know, going and done some like self exploration. Yeah. And it, it, it was just funny because I mean, I, you know, I'm not on Facebook, but when I see all these like glorious dinners and, and events that people are going to, I'm like, these can't, these can't be the people I knew or know uh, before Facebook when all I did was sit in their house and jerk off. Well, I like, swear to God, I'm, I'm convinced. Restaurants every night. I'm convinced that a lot of groups of girls only go out to put pictures on Facebook. Like, they'll go out there like, we're at the sushi together, the sushi spot, and then they take a picture with all their friends, ride or die, hashtag, and then, like, they're all taking that picture with their arm on on their side. And then you know they're just all miserable, like, texting, like, Bernard the fireman, like, hey, can I come over? (laughs) No, babe. No, not tonight, babe. I'm with Mercy. I know a guy who goes to restaurants just to check into it and doesn't even eat there. What? Yeah. 
You will actually walk into the restaurant, take a picture of like someone else's food, tag it, and say, "I can't wait to eat the steak," and then leave. See, that's weird. Like that's, that's great. stupid. Yes, but I, I don't get I don't get that because like people don't live in the moment anymore. Like you could go to a concert, you could be in the third row, and you're watching it through your eight inch screen. Like on your iPhone, like what? Why not just live in the moment? There, believe me, there's better video of that performance than the shitty one you're gonna get on your iPhone. That, by the way, when's the last time you guys ever took a video at a concert or any kind of yes. event and then watched the video after? Never. Never. I learned my lesson I, a couple times when I, I when I started using like an iPhone. I was kind of enamored with, with the technology, so I would go to shows and take videos of the show. And I realized I the last thing I want to do is watch those videos. They're so bad. The sound is so terrible. It would be torture to actually sit and watch that video. And then I realized that you don't see any of the show because you're so concerned with keeping that yeah. screen screen straight. And then, and it's tweeting it out like party time, and then like hashtag. Here's my night. Here's my night. Hashtag rain in blood. And then it's like you can't. Even, oh, oh, this, this is all you hear. This, this is all you hear. And like no one could tell that that's part of rain in blood. Like. It, it's just a whole, and, then, and then you realize, and you realize that the camera was pointed down the whole time, so you just get a fat guy with no shirt on, his sweaty back, jumping up and down. Yeah, exactly. Do you guys notice the speaking of, of Slayer and Rain and Blood? Do you guys notice that metal fans aren't as aggressive anymore as they? Maybe, maybe Sam would be the better person to ask. Do you notice that? Metal, I was going to say, yeah, Sam. Do you notice that metal fans aren't as aggressive anymore? I think it depends on the metal fan. I mean, I, I think if you're talking about Slayer fans or Metallica fans, sure, because they're all 50 years old. But because, like, don't you remember, like, we would drive to the concert and there'd be guys all yelling out, Suck out the Venom! <laughs> <laughs> like, isn't, isn't that what every metal guy used to yell? Like, Suck yeah, out think, the I, Venom! I, I just think it's the product of metal fans and age. I don't think that metal is as big with the very young crowd. Metal fans have just kind of mellowed out. But why did they, they yell? Why? Kind of accepted their shitty existence. I know, I know that. I know that was a Pantera T-shirt, but I don't get why they all yelled "suck out the suck venom." Out, suck out the venom! Yeah, suck out the venom! It's pretty hardcore to suck out venom. Yeah. With their, with their I mean, dick. honestly, I, I've thought of, I've thought about this a lot. If I was ever in a spot where somebody got stung by something. And they asked me to suck out their venom. I don't care if it's my wife. I don't know if I would do that. Fuck no, I wouldn't. Nor, nor would I do anything with their feet. Like, I wouldn't touch their feet, like, for any reason. Like, oh, if you, you know, grab my feet, I'm, I'm infected. I'd be like, whoa. But if someone said, I just got stung by a cobra snake, the only way to live is for you to <laughs> suck this out. I would seriously debate with them if that's the best course of wait, action. Wait, why would I suck it out? Because then it's going to be all in my mouth. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That makes so no you sense. Put it in my mouth. Yeah, like I would never suck anything out of anyone. Like because then I'm gonna have it in me. <laughs> like when 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 you're sucking out the venom, <laughs> suck out the venom. Like, are you supposed to spit it out every like? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it, is it like siphoning gas when when you start to taste it, you start spitting immediately? Yeah, and then and then when you're sucking it out, like does is it like that like siphoning gas, like where it all comes out? Then like when you get like. <laughs> And then just all sprays out. <laughs> Alright, put a cork in it. Too much. Yeah, bro, Slayer! Suck out the venom! <laughs> oh, man. Alright, before we wrap this up, guys, let's get to the... Uh, I, I, I told the listeners that I would, at the end of every episode, I would uh, answer some of their questions. Uh, let's see here. Uh, 
Jamie Wilson said, Tori and wait, what's his name? Who's Tori? Tori Spelling's husband, Dean. Tori. Yeah. She, oh, she put Dean, Dream. Yeah. I think she meant Dean though. Tori. So I said, "What do you guys want me to talk about?" And she wrote, "Tori and Dean, please." So here's what I could say. I know they're getting divorced, Tori Spelling and her husband Dean, but I I know nothing about them. But I could I will tell you this. I hated Tori Spelling on 902. Don't you think Sam that Tori Spelling ruined 902 and because she was so disgusting? I do, and I think she was only on there because her father was the producer or the director or something. And oh, he I, totally was. Well, of course, of course, she was. But on the show, and, and, and by the way, every season she got more and more plastic surgery, and it was kind of like Ben on Growing Pains, who was completely disgusting. But we had to believe that all the hot girls, like, oh, there he is, Ben Seaver, the prom king. <laughs> like everyone knew that Ben was fucking gross. But we all had to believe that he was a good-looking kid, and like he was just like you know, like Eddie Winslow when he was growing up, he was a slob and fat, and he's always with all the hottest black girls around. Like, or Vanessa Huxtable, she could really yeah. pull someone like that cool. Uh, who was that cool janitor guy she was with for a while? What's his name? Oh, he, but he was a janitor, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but well, to- growing, growing pains. Ben was just a, uh, a placeholder. Until they found Leonardo DiCaprio. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, hey, are, you ta- are you talking about Elvin? No, no, Elvin was with Sandra. That, that, that- I was going to say, if you thought he was the catch. <laughs> <laughs> they made some interesting choices for casting. Like, Elvin was a weird-looking dude. Like, he was light-skinned. He was like a troll. He had a tail. I, I think he's Bill Cosby's, like, ideal young black that's Elvin. true, yeah, you're right, you're right. Well, Sa- well Sandra was light-skinned, and both <laughs> Bill and, and Felicia Rashad were dark, so that always made me question it. I like how Faith used my term, light-skinned. Light-skinned. Well, Denise was light-skinned, too. That's right. And, and then Vanessa and, and, uh, and Rudy were dark as shit. And Theo was, was Al- dark. Was Albert actually black? Yeah. I guess he, I guess he was, right? <laughs> I think he was Cuban. He he was black the same way that Cab Kellaway was black. <laughs> like that, like that <laughs> Sammy, Sammy Sosa. Yeah, well, no, Sammy Sosa dyes his skin. He bleached his skin now. It's so anyways, gross. anyways, Tori and Dean, please. I don't know much about them, so I will tell you. Tori spelling ruin 90210 for me. This one's from at Trabster Barton West. Why hasn't WGN put you back on? We're waiting for them to buy another radio station, basically. So... As soon as they, they're supposedly, Jimmy DeCastro said, that's the guy who runs WGN, that they're trying to buy another talk station. So hopefully when they buy that, they'll put us back on. Um, this is from, you have anything to add to that base, or is that sufficient? No, that, that, that wraps it up. Uh, at Scott Elp, World Cup and LeBron. All right, number one, it is annoying how guys like Sam now are the biggest World Cup fans after you never hear him. Like Sam, oh my god, Sam, it's so annoying. Sam never, was wearing Sam was wearing a Sam, Sam was wearing a Honduras sweater yesterday. <laughs> Mom, I'm cheering, no, I'm cheering for the U.S. Oh, okay. Court. Even if U.S. is in it, I will not pay attention to this sport. It is so boring. I've never cared about soccer my entire life, and my my wife's sister's boyfriend is he's a uh, bosnian national and this is bosnia's first time in the world cup so he was like, really he's like, just watch a game and i gotta tell you i always said the same thing you said base that it wasn't exciting it is actually the most exciting sport oh come on oh really, no way you're crazy you know no, that, that, that's, that's where i'm going to sleep 
Can I explain why? Because every goal is so meaningful in soccer. Every goal means so much. When you have one World Cup every four years, every goal means so much. There's just so much suspense around every shot and every opportunity. I will, when you score, go ahead. I will tell you this. I, I was getting coffee the other day um, when um, when the United I'm so States. Not, I'm so not used to you saying those words. Well, ice ice coffee. When when the United States was playing uh, Portugal, and I got into it. I I just stood there and I watched all the way from when the United States took the lead all the way until when they tied it up. And, like, I found myself cheering. But I'm not going to be like one of these guys like Sam who just said it's the most exciting sport. <laughs> I, I, I tried watching when, when the U.S. game was on against Portugal. The field is just so long. It's just... It, it, it just lulled me to sleep. Well, yeah, I'd rather watch well, NASCAR. Well, base, you see, it is exciting. Scratch that. It's the most exciting sport. <laughs> There's a reason why the entire world prefers football over other sports. Yeah, because they can't afford the equipment. Why do you think it's the biggest sport? Because, Tim, everyone says it. It's because all you need is a soccer ball, and you could go play in any field in any country. That can can be said about most sports. No, it can't. Not hockey, not baseball. You need need equipment. It actually can't can't be said for any sport except soccer. (laughs) <laughs> the, only, the only sports that really require any equipment are, are every sport. Are no, no, baseball. You don't need equipment for baseball. Gloves, bats, balls. You don't need equipment for football. Pads, balls, uh, basketball. You need a hoop. Who's going to get a hoop in one of these countries? Oh, we could either get the hoop guys or we could eat I, this I'm, year. I'm really, I'm or we really can really just kick a ball around. I'm really enjoying the World Cup. That you could make fun of me. You All could right. have your theories. Scott, really Scott also wanted to hear about our thoughts on LeBron. Okay, Pat Riley said, "Oh, if you got the guts, you'd come back." Meanwhile, would, I, I, yes, you know what? When he said, "If I was LeBron and I heard that, I would leave." After because, because what about the guts LeBron didn't have when he left Cleveland to come to Pat Riley? So now all of a sudden, if he leaves, he doesn't have the guts. And look at it this way: every day, as a matter of fact, the Heat are trying to figure out players they could release to bring more guys in to keep LeBron. So why is it that it's okay? when teams get rid of players or treat them like shit, but the minute that the players have the power, they're scumbags. Oh, exactly. you don't have the guts. Meanwhile, Carlos Boozer right now is in Alaska eating like seal meat or whatever he does when he's back home. <laughs> <laughs> and like, he doesn't know where the fuck he's going. The, the Bulls right now are like, hey, Carlos, uh, if worst case scenario, we're going to keep you. So stay by your phone. We're going to try hey, to Carlos, get Yeah. Don't be surprised that the keys to the Berto Center that you have don't work anymore. Yeah. And like, don't be shocked. Everyone else on the Heat, Pat Riley's like, oh, you know what, guys? Uh, you're all expendable. Suck my dick. So, like, when, when LeBron has some power, let him do whatever he wants to do. He, I mean, he's the best player in the league. All those guys are getting old. If I were him, I'd come here to Chicago and win some championships. I go to New York. Hey, Mello, what's it going to take for you and I to play together? Let's win some more I, titles. I, I predict LeBron will be back in Cleveland. I don't think so. Make it, make it a man. Lakers, baby. Steve Foy says he enjoys when Abe rips on base. Well, wow. Steve, oh, yeah. Steve, oh, yeah. Steve, I saw a nice, at it. Steve, I saw a nice gem with another picture, another pornography uh, 
picture of base with an, uh, an animal. Only this time, he brought his brother in for a menage a trois. Base and his brother were laying around with baby animals again. And it said, this time I brought my brother with me. And they both look like perverts with their heads like in the, what was it, a baby llama or something? It was a baby tiger. Yeah, and you know, you're just jealous. You know, like Base had his head in, in, the, in the tiger's ass and his brother John's whole like face was in the tiger's mouth. Me and John laying around with a... T- like, Sam, could you imagine if you and I... Just think how weird that would be, Sam. Just yeah. think about you and I as brothers. How weird would it be... That's weird That's weird enough. How weird would it be if you and I had a picture with with us two and your dog, Trent, laying around on the floor? Well, it's only when it's your own dog, but no, when no, you're no, actually no, paying no, money. No, 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 But, Sam, how weird would it be <laughs> ah, if you... Right. Just if you and I were laying on the floor in all these weird positions with our faces almost touching, with the only thing separating our faces from touching, uh, the fur of a dog. <laughs> it would be very peculiar. Uh, yeah, I, so just, to make, just to make it clear, it probably is the last time I do any of these with these animals. But number the, the weird thing that I've gotten, especially when I take pictures of these animals... A lot of people get very offended and think that I'm personally renting the animal for my own amusement and then having the animal sent <laughs> off to get killed. I had a lot of people like send me like things on Facebook like you need to you know these these animals are very cute but they grow up to be monsters and guys like you rent it out with your friends and live in the posh world. Like I'm not renting out a tiger. That's not that's not the way I roll. Rent them and then send them to have them killed? Yeah, like they, they really think that I'm like living this high lifestyle where I have baby tigers and lions and giraffes walking around, and then I just give it to some trophy collector. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. People are really weird about those things. You got to see weirder than this for me to hang out with the animal, there are weirder. Base, did you put those on your Twitter or just your Facebook? Uh, I, I, I labeled all social media. All right, Sam, just look at bases at base on air is his Twitter. Just look at it. You got to see him and John, like no shirts on with a tiger, like sprawl. Well, no, we have, we have our clothes on. It's not that. I mean, it's not a freaking, <laughs> it, it's not a religious moment, man. It's just a baby tiger. Yeah, but it's like tongue, like stuff with its tongue and face, <laughs> like balls. Like you're, always, you're, why are you always all over the crotch? Like you're, you're always, oh, peekaboo. Base, do, they have, do you think having a child is going to scratch that itch for you? I think so. I don't think I'll have enough time to go hang out with This is a weird fetish. Like, you know how guys love sucking on feet or, like, fucking ears and stuff? You have a weird... Because you go by yourself. Abe, Abe, I'm not having an orgasm when I play with a baby tiger. I know, but I it's just, weird. I like, I, like, I like animals. I like tigers. I like cats. I like dogs. I like to be around puppies and kittens. It's not like I walk over there with my dick hanging out chasing after a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a fetish. I don't go home and go, Jill, we have to fuck. I just spent an hour with a baby lion. <laughs> <laughs> there is no fetish to this. There is nothing sexual that comes away with me hanging out with an animal. Base, just walk me through. Okay, so you walk in, right? And and what do you have right. to sign a waiver or something that you're not going to sign? You do, you do have to sign a waiver. Then what? You're not going to touch it in certain or what? Like, no, no. In, in case this animal should learn how to start biting a finger off, I'm not going to sue. Okay, so you sign the waivers. Then what? Do you take your shoes off and get right on the floor, or how do you? How does it start? No, no, no I don't. I, I mean, I will sit on the floor. It's like it's like a giant like art gallery. There's not like a lot of furniture, so you sit on the floor. The lady, set, you know, gives a little spiel about. How, you, how you're allowed to pet the tiger and not touch his head or his ears because they, they don't like that. And then okay. they, they just got to okay, walk around on. and now you base pause, base pause right there. Sam, you've been to bachelor parties before, right? Yeah. 
You've 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 seen strippers in action, right? At bachelor parties. Yeah. I tell know me, this is going. tell me that speech doesn't start like the speech that either the bodyguard or okay. First of all, okay, you guys can touch my titties, but nothing goes inside or outside. You guys can do this and that. You can't do this. Tell me that that, that speech about that line didn't sound like what happens at a bachelor party. That is, that is- when the stripper, similar, the stripper makes when, the, the, when you say it out loud, it sounds a little bit worse. Okay, so you're laid out on the floor, legs open. Then what? She goes, unleash the hounds! And then the, the tiger runs out, and then what? Whoever it runs up to first gets first dibs. Like, how does and, then that they, and then they start playing Girls, Girls, Girls by Motley Crue. <laughs> and we all wind up with dollar bills in our hands. You get the hey, left. How, how old are the chicks? Are they one year, about one year old? Or? No, they're like eight weeks old. Okay. And then you, what, you feed it from your breast or you give it a bottle or something? No, because I did, my breast does not produce tiger milk. Oh. <laughs> well, they don't know. that They would drink base milk, wouldn't they? I'm sure you could produce some milk. First of, all, first of all, I'm not breastfeeding a baby tiger. Oh, okay. You're probably not feeding them at all, are you? Well, no, I mean, they, they do have a bottle of formula. If you want yeah, you know, no, 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 shove it in no, the no, mouth. No. Sam, I've, Sam, I've seen pictures with base with the formula bottle feeding the tiger. <laughs> base, don't lie. I know there's a bottle. I, I've done. I mean, I've done it. I mean, yeah. it's cool to, to feed the animal, but it's not my. It's not coming from my nipple. Now, that Sam, Sam, thing. what did that just sound like? That sounded like a guy who said, "Oh yeah, yeah, I've gone down on a hooker before. I don't always do it." <laughs> yeah, I've done it. Sure, I've done it. I've done it, but usually I just have them take care of me. Usually, I don't ask to be judged while it happens. <laughs> so then, what happens, base? So, so no, really, I, I'm serious. So right away, you you strip down to your sh- socks. No, no I'm, not, I'm not stripping down. No, but you take the <laughs> shoes off, right? No, there's there's no nudity. There's no articles of clothing Wait, that get checked at the gotta door. Get, you gotta get comfortable, man. <laughs> so you said you said you're in an art gallery, right? Yeah. Why does it always take place? To make it even freakier, you do it in some weird art gallery. Well, that's where it's being held. I don't, I don't. I don't call that part. Why would you do it there, though? Like, why? Why? Why is it always in an art gallery? Why wouldn't you? Because do those, it? Are the, those are the people that host it. I mean, it's not like it's not like me going, "Hey, next time let's have it in my apartment." I mean, these are the people that are offering it up, man. So, so you always go to the same like the same place to get this yeah. done for you. Correct. Okay. So, so there's not other other you know places like this that, do, that does this kind of stuff no not to my knowledge <laughs> so what is it like every quarter they do it uh whatever whatever the uh it's a it's a zoo by st louis and whenever they get a baby animal they have an event so you know that guy julio base your buddy your brother's buddy or whatever who's who's into swinging yeah. and stuff right the juice he, yes he's a swinger so when you're a swinger like that, you know other swingers. So he's friendly, like, "Oh yeah, that's Pedro, man. He's the one who has nine nipple rings, right?" Like he, it's like that, right? Like, like you become, <laughs> do you become friendly with the other uh, perverts who like to lay around with animals? Uh, first of all, we're not perverts. Again, I'm not sexually aroused by the animal. Number two, there are some people that I see the same ones all the time, but usually it's it's different people that get changed around. Do they honestly base and, and answer this question? It's no, not no. a it's not a wild orgy, pal. I know, but do they kiss the thing? I know they kiss the thing on the lips. No, I've never seen anybody kiss an animal on the lips. They don't lick it and stuff, like let it lick their face and stuff. No, usually you try to. It, it is a wild animal. You try not to let the animal do anything like that. But you, the, the main move is just hugging it, right? 
the main move is making sure he doesn't bite you in the uh, in a spot you don't want to bite you. Well, why would you? I see. see Sam, here's what I don't get. You pay a hundred dollars to make a to try to fight off a lion so it doesn't bite you. Like, <laughs> like why would you okay, pay for this? I mean, I'm thinking about this while you're talking. Is a tiger potentially dangerous in eight weeks? No, usually their teeth aren't very sharp and their their uh, claws aren't sharp, but they're, when, you know, they have some power to them. When 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 are they? Dangerous? When can't they roll around with you anymore? At what age? Um, I heard it's about a year, and when they get to be like over a hundred pounds. Base, do you do um formula shots off your nipples like strippers do whipped cream shots? No, I let, I, I do it in the belly button. <laughs> what would you do if you walked in and base had a belly button full of tiger formula and the thing was licking it out of his belly button? And I'm slapping high fives in the room. Base, you know what? I'm, honestly, I, I you know you were talking about ten minutes ago about people who you know post on your. Facebook or whatever that it's cruel and you shouldn't do it and they should be in the wild and I was against that but over the last 10 minutes my opinion has changed. I feel that way now after listening to this. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's not no, no, no. The way, the way you're hearing is Abe describing it as it's similar to me going to a bachelor party and the bodyguard of a stripper is laying down the law. Where I can't stick my penis inside of her. This isn't no, happening the, 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 the with a, has, a baby the animal. It has no say in it. I mean, that's like taking a human baby for its first year and letting it, you know, letting tigers play with the human, full grown tigers play with a human baby. Well, not really, because full grown tigers only know how to attack, where humans actually have a conscience well, about, and have a brain and, and can make decisions. Telling them to play with aliens. I don't know. I mean, it's just. I, I think you guys are both going to the furthest extreme. No, Sam, here to- Sam I, I get it. It's like, Sam, you've seen the Christian the Lion video, right, where they raise the lion, they mm-hmm. let it out for a year, then it, they meet up with it. They're like, oh, when, when a lion is, is gone for a year and he starts right, up his own pride, is- then he's listen, not going to. Listen, on my free time, I, I don't mind hanging out with a baby lion, just like you guys like going to hardcore rock concerts where guys are screaming out, suck the venom. <laughs> and that, that, that's, your, that's what you guys like. I don't, Suck out the I, don't, I, don't, I don't call you weird for that. I just laugh. I do. It's, it's a lot different, but not too much weirder than what you guys do. No, it's actually much weirder. Now, what what thirty four year old man always always wants to lay with a baby animal, and then you bring your brother in on it? Like, oh, bro, we got to do this sometime. It's great. Oh, really? yeah, if you wanted to go, he said, "Hell yeah!" So we went. Hell yeah. Sam, if, <laughs> Sam, who would say hell yeah to that? Hell yeah. It's not like I said, hey, uh, uh, they're building the Coliseum downtown in Grant Park, and they're going to reenact the movie Gladiator. Do you want to go? Hell yeah. <laughs> not, Gladiator. Not, hey, Abe, do you want to lay around with a baby tiger with me and a bunch of freaks at an art gallery? Oh, uh, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, I think we've uh, I think we've gone far to both. Yeah. Whatever this person wanted to do. So there you go, Steve Foy. He said, "I enjoy when uh, Abe rips on base." And then finally, Terry Haddon said she needs a Magellan fix. So I will put uh, two Magellan prank calls at the end of this, just for you, Terry. Yes, two Magellan prank calls for you, Terry. All right. <laughs> and that was the Magellan voice. See. Yeah. See. Yeah. Yeah. See. Yes. Yeah, so I'll put two Magellan prank calls at the end, and then she can enjoy them. And uh, so, Sam, what are you on? Only Twitter, right? 
Yeah, one day I'll tweet again. It's uh, Sam underscore Cannon on Twitter. And then Bass is back to his old handle because we, we pressured him into it. Bass on air. B-A-S-S on air. What did you change it to? Like Mr. Universe or something for a while? Or you, you, <laughs> what was it, was Levy, Levy, Levy it was Levy Nation. Nation. Oh, that's right. The Nation. Mr. Universe. I knew it's something like that. And then mine is just at Abe Cannon. And then um, all the episodes are on abecannon.com. Also on the uh, Potomatic page. And then the best thing you could do is subscribe on iTunes because then you get every episode. And thousands and thousands and thousands of you have been downloading these. So we'll keep doing it as long as you. What, what, what do we say, base? You tell a friend, then they tell a friend. And they tell two friends, and, then they and can so be friends. on, and so on, and so on. I love it when they call me Big Papa. Throw your hands oh. in the air if you're a true player. I love oh. it. There is one final thing we, the three of us could do before we. Uh, it's from Kelly. She said she want. She said she misses hearing us rap on the show. So you guys want to drop a little regulate or something? Bust the beat. Go ahead, Sam. Kick it off. Regulator. <laughs> Bound up. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Warren G was on the streets trying to consume some skirts for the E so I could get some foe rolling in my rod, chilling all alone. Bass! Just hit the east side of the yeah. LBC. Got a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. I don't remember the rest of the lyrics. The girls, ain't no need to tweak all you skirts. You know what's a- Say what? Two, one, three! So I host the left, two one and Lewis, some brothers shooting down. So I said, let's do this. Let's I jumped this. off the ride and said, what's up, Sam? Take what's it. What's up? My brother put some gas, so I said, I'm stuck. These guys peeping me, I'm a glide and swerve. These hookers looking so hard. Kelly, straight. you really missed us? <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, do you really miss us? That's about enough, Kelly. All right. Well, Kelly, there's your rep fix. Magellan fix is coming up next, and we'll holler next time. We out. Peace. Later. Hello. Is this the mall front desk? Yes, it is. Okay, my grandson is uh, running around there somewhere. I was wondering if you could make a page uh, to get him. Uh, what's his name? His name is Magellan. Magellan? Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Where do you want me to page him to? Tell him to meet me in the food court. Okay. And what's your name? My name's Murdoch, but my friends call me Zip. Sure. Okay. Thanks. No problem. Hello? Yes, is this the front desk? Yeah, sure it is. Yes, you just paged me. This is Magellan. Oh, yeah, you need, to, you need to meet your, I guess, your grandpa in the food court. Yeah. Well, I'm in the toy store, and I don't plan on leaving for a while. Okay. So you didn't get this phone call, all right? I don't know. I, you should probably go to the food court. He's looking for you. Let's just say this conversation never happened. I, I, I think you should go to the food court. You're, you're La- lots of toys to play with, not much time. Gotta run. Later. Hello? Hey, uh, this is uh, Murdoch Hinckley. Oh, yeah, we paid, we paid your grandson. He doesn't come over here yet. Oh, well, we, I can do it again. Yeah, do that. Okay, I'll page him one last time. All right, thanks, son. Mm-hmm. Hello? Hey, what part about me not coming to the food court didn't you understand? You should go to the food court. Apparently you didn't understand when I said that I wasn't going. I said I had lots of toys to play with and not much time. I understand that, but you're a kid and you, should be, you shouldn't be alone in our mall. Yeah, he already has one foot in the glue factory anyway. Yeah, but he's, wa- he's waiting on you. I urge you to go to the food court to meet up with your grandfather. If we're lucky, he'll die in there. Please go to the food court. They have the Xbox 360 in the toy store. You think I'm crazy? Gotta fly. Hello? Have you talked to my grandson? He should be in the food court. I've been sitting here for a while and he hasn't come. I, I don't know what to tell you, sir. Maybe you, should, maybe you should get up and look around for him. I'm going to call my son to come find him. Okay. All right, thanks, son. Let me know if I can help. Okay. 
Hello? Hey! Yeah? Hey, why are you messing around with my dad? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Is this the guy? Talk to him! Hello? Hello? Yeah, that's him. Give me the phone! Hey! Hello? Did you ever get curbed? Sir, I don't, I don't know what's going Smashing on. Smashing your head in the curb! You told me that he was coming and it never came! Don't worry, Dad, I'm gonna take care of this! I, I don't know what to tell you, I don't know what's going on. Why didn't you go tend to my child when he called you? He was, we paged him. We paged You told my dad that you didn't talk to him! I don't, I don't think I ever said that. I'm gonna kick your ass! Okay. Yeah! Alright, thank you for calling. I'm gonna smash your skull! Thank you. Did you ever bleed out of your ear? Alright, have a nice day. Huh? Alright. Did you ever have a gash on the back of your head? You done? Did you ever get curbed? Bye. Hello? Is this the pizza place? Uh huh. Yes, I'd like to order a pizza. What name? Magellan. Magellan? Yes. Alright, what would you like to order? I'd like to order a small cheese pizza. Okay, personal size? Yeah. It's only six inches. It's a six inch pizza. That's plenty for me. Okay. And you want just cheese? Yes. Oh, wait, hang on. Uh huh. What's up? Oh, I also need another pizza. Okay, another one? Yes, with bananas on it. With bananas? Yes. I'm sorry, we don't have bananas, though. Oh. Yes, I also need one with nuts. With what? With nuts. You want a personal pan cheese and what else? Well, let me ask. What did you want again? Oh, nuts. What are you talking about? Could you put peanuts on a pizza? You said you want a personal pan pepper, ha- cheese and what else? One with peanuts on it. Peanuts? We ain't got no peanuts. If you're going to order, I appreciate it if you order. If you're going to play on the phone, I'm going to call the police. You I'm just... I need a I personal said, cheese... You said a personal pan cheese, then you said peanuts. We don't have peanuts. It wasn't me who wanted the peanuts. It was one of my friends. We don't have peanuts. Are you placing the order? What do you want? Oh, I need one more pizza, too. What can? With garbage. Uh, if you call back here again, I'm calling the police. I need one with garbage. Can I help you? Yes. I'm trying to order some pizza. I need one with bananas. Why? We don't have no bananas. I'm trying to tell you if I call back, I'm giving this number to the police. Do you hear me now? He said we you don't could have leave... no bananas. He said you could cut it with a peel and everything. I'm finna call the police right now. And I still need the one with peanuts. You call back here again, I'm calling the police. You hear me now? And like I said, the third one with garbage.